Welcome to Behind the Business Podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing episodes taking you behind the scenes of industry-leading creative small businesses. We'll talk about the real-life, messy behind-the-scenes process of what it takes to build a successful business. Hopefully, each episode helps you combat the perception of perfection within our industry. I hope each episode encourages you to keep showing up no matter how imperfectly so that you can make your own unique impact on this world. Grab a cup of coffee or wine and let's dive right in. Cheers. Welcome back to my YouTube channel and podcast. Um, Today's episode is going to be all about attracting your dream clients within specifically your photography business, but these tips can be applied to any creative small business as well. Okay, so my first tip for today, getting right into it, which excuse me if I keep looking to the left, Keegan is right next to my my camera right now as I'm recording. Um, But my very first tip for you guys is to show what you want to shoot or to show the type of work that you want to attract within your small business. Um, So specifically for photographers, that's the lens through which I'm speaking, no pun intended. Um, This means really curating your portfolio across all of your platforms. most importantly, throughout your website and then also any social media platforms that you're actively showing up on, you want to make sure that that's curated to really show the best of the best of your work, um, but also to have one or two client galleries that you can send that really showcase how your work looks like throughout a whole wedding day, for example, especially with weddings, just since there are so many different lighting scenarios that you have to deal with. Having not only a very curated portfolio, but having one um, wedding gallery that you've curated and shot really well throughout the entire day is always very, very helpful for your dream clients to be able to see themselves in your pictures and know that you are the right person to be taking those wonderful pictures for them. So here are a couple of tips on how to actually go and actively curate your work on your website or on your social media. My first tip is to make sure that your work is consistent and curated across all of your website pages. So that means that it is the best of the best work on your homepage, um, your about page, your services page, um, your contact page, even your blog. Make sure that you are showing the best of the best. And even if that's less images, um, less can be better because you are really having it curated and really in line with your ideal aesthetic and in line with your ideal client's ideal aesthetic as well. Um, So a few ways of doing this, Um, One is to have a couple of words that you use as a filter of the type of images that you're going to keep on your website and on your social media. So, for example, if you are a bright and vibrant vineyard photographer like that, you love doing weddings that are at vineyards, you love clients that enjoy your bright and vibrant editing style, those are like three words that you're going to make sure every single image that's on your website needs to have those three words apply to that image. Um... On the contrary, if you are a dark and moody and adventurous photographer, um, you wanna make sure that all of your images on your website are speaking to those three words. So that's going to attract the type of client that you are looking for. Another thing to keep in mind is make sure that the editing is consistent across all the images. Sometimes these images are coming from different wedding days, which have had wildly different um, like lighting. So you wanna make sure that when they're on your website, they're all being presented together. So you want to make sure that they are cohesive and consistent, which kind of shows your client that you have a very 
clean and consistent style of editing and what they see on the website, they can kind of expect their final gallery to look like that because it's cohesive on your website itself. Another example of this is to kind of think of types of work as well. So if you are somebody who loves doing details on a wedding day and you really thrive and that's one of your strong points, you want to make sure that you have a lot of detailed wedding photos on your website. Um, Another example of this is if you really pride yourself on taking great candid images on the wedding day, you want to make sure that if that is something that's spoken to in your website copy, your images are backing that up and you have a bunch of images of really beautiful candid moments on the wedding day as well. So you might be thinking, okay, this is great. I would love to curate my portfolio, but the thing is I don't really have those like dreamy photos that are really speaking to my ideal client right now. So like, what the heck do I do? Um, here are a couple of things that can help you out if you're in that situation. Oh, I always tell people go and create the type of work that you would love to shoot more of if you don't currently have it right now in your portfolio. Um, and there are a couple of different ways of doing this. Number one, I highly, highly recommend putting together a style shoot. Um, this is something that I did multiple times early on in my business and it really helped me grow my business because it was showing very elevated work um, and just proving to my clients that I could handle like a high caliber wedding day um, and even almost like luxury wedding days before I was actively like getting those types of inquiries myself. Um, so when putting together a style shoot, like have a general aesthetic in mind that would really speak well to your ideal clients. Um, and my number two tip with this is to make sure that you work with a wedding planner because they know how to kind of pull together that vision and make it come to life. Um, and three, make sure that you're giving back to every single vendor that is helping out with that style shoot. So make sure that they are getting not only images from the actual shoot, but maybe get, take some behind the scenes images of them working while they're there. Um, see if you can get the style shoot published because that's so, so helpful for having them get website traffic back to their specific site. See how you can really give to them as they're helping you put together this dream style shoot that's going to help you attract your clients. Um, I think it's a really great way of networking with vendors as well because they get to see how you work and you're like, not only how you work on the actual day itself, um, but how like great you are at sharing all the images with them after and what the final images look like. And they are way more likely to work with you in a professional setting on an actual wedding day if they've seen the type of work that you do throughout a style shoot. Another option is if you don't have the time and resources to put together a style shoot, um, you can always join a paid style shoot. There's a ton of different groups that have these hosted throughout the whole country really um, every month or so. So look out for one in your area or attend a conference or a workshop that has a style shoot component added on. That's a great way to not only learn a lot from the actual educator, but also get really stellar portfolio work that's going to help elevate your business to the next level. Lastly, my tip is to shoot for free when you're getting started, um, but make sure that you are really clear with what comes along with that. So instead of like, you're going to give everything away for free for your clients. Like do make sure that you have artistic control over it. Um, make sure that you are specifically choosing the location, choosing the outfit, choosing the details, um, and letting them know that they will get the, um, edited images out of it and try to avoid it being like, Oh, I'm just doing this free thing for you. And more of like, this is going to be beneficial for them as well. 
My second really big tip is to really curate the copy that is on your website and in all of the content that you put out on social media or your blog. So a couple of really key ways of doing this, you can first off definitely start with this. I think this is the strongest thing for doing this. Um, get testimonials from your clients. Um, build it into your workflows where every time you deliver a final gallery, you're going to ask for a testimonial because clients' words like they'll come up with phrases and say things that you would never be able to come up with on your own. And they're very reflective of the great type of work that you do. Um, and words from your clients are going to attract really similar clients. Um, so use their phrases, use their terminology and language, take those phrases, put those testimonials all over your website. Maybe not just on your services page, make sure there's one on your homepage, if you can sprinkle one in in a clever way on your about page, do that. Um, make sure that that language is in your email templates, in your social media captions. Um, you can use this language all over the place and it's going to attract the type of people that you really want to work with. If you don't have testimonials from past clients, shoot them a really quick email and ask them for a quick favor of just a couple of words of what the experience was like. I actually send out a questionnaire every single time I wrap up a shoot, um, and here are a few things that I will ask for every single time. Um, so I will ask them what they thought of the experience overall, um, what they were scared of, and what actually happened, um, if there was any point of the experience that they weren't expecting that they left, um, what would they tell their friend and what are three words that they think would describe my brand. Um, so that's something that I sent after the shoot is wrapped up. But something that I ask right after people book is why did they book me? Because that really shows me what made me unique in their eyes and made them go with me as opposed to somebody else. And so that helps me, that helps tell me what my like differentiating factor is. And then I can use that terminology on my website. So another quick thing to note is to ask your people to share about your work. I feel like we don't do this as creatives because we get really caught up in like not wanting to ask people for help, but people love sharing about you, especially if they loved their experience with you. Um, it always goes a really long way to kindly ask them to share about you um, with their friends and family and just that way you have people out there marketing your business for you in a really genuine and authentic way. Um, and you can maybe like give them a gift card or something like that um, for every time that they refer a friend or family member to you and your photography business because that kind of just reinforces that positive cycle of them sharing and you sharing your support um, and you sharing your appreciation of their support as well. My last tip is to consistently show up as an expert. I know when you're first getting started, you can feel like you are anything but the expert because there is so much that you are still learning as you go with every single shoot. But you have to keep in mind that you know miles and miles more than your average client probably does about photography in general, running a business in general. And so don't measure yourself up against somebody else that you see in the industry that's maybe doing things for five years, has like an incredible client experience, is charging a ton of money. I want you to think of yourself in terms of the guide that's leading your client along their experience with you. They're looking at you as kind of the knowledgeable person and the knowledgeable expert in this situation to guide them through the whole experience. So make sure that you are consistently showing up and sharing that knowledge with your clients. So this could be helpful tips for them, um, testimonials from past clients, um, 
stories about past shoots and why you loved working with people, um, things you did to help your clients out during the shoot or help get them ready in the best way possible. Maybe you helped them choose a specific location that they ended up loving. Um, share about that stuff in your content. That's going to show people that you really know what you're doing and help over time shift the narrative as them seeing as them seeing you as the go-to person for when they need photos taken or any type of creative service ever provided. So I hope these tips were really helpful for you to attract those really dreamy clients um, for your own small business. If you have any questions at all, feel free to leave a comment down below. Um, if you loved this episode, be sure to share it with your friends. So, so grateful that you guys are here and I will catch you guys in the next one. If you loved this episode, be sure to check out my free masterclass for photographers to help you book out your wedding photography business this upcoming year. I chat through three key tips that you can start implementing today to confidently raise your prices and book those dreamy clients. You can sign up at manaliphotography.com slash class, C-L-A-F-F. -S. I'll see you inside.